all because Friday afternoon has shone on us one more time. Good God. Does it feel good? It feels tremendous, man. It feels absolutely tremendous. We have made it to the weekend. We're going to get our feet up. We're going to just wear nothing but socks and underwear for two whole days. It's the dream come true. It's everything we want. Sweatpants are welcome as well as vest tops. Everything you need to get it done. Your first live drama. Welcome. Welcome to your first live drama as we have had a hell of a week playing so many different classes in World of Warcraft and having fun with it. Uh, also being accused of being a boomer and a fascist uh, and also declaring peace and prosperity on the dark world of cyberpunk. No more shall little boys be put in acid baths. Right, really quite a charming story in the game. Uh, very relaxed is how I would describe it. Super fun. <laughs> you also forgot your notifications. And text messages, apparently. Long time YouTube watcher, first time drama. Hello, my friend. Welcome. Welcome to you all. It is great to see you. You are all welcome here on a Friday afternoon to put your feet up and enjoy some good fun. And kick back and relax and forget about the, <clears throat> you know, the rest of the world for, for an hour at least. That is what we'll do. No more will we look at your notifications. All my text messages, much to the, the... I don't see the problem. Apparently, this is a problem for some of you, okay? Look, really, is this actually a problem? Because apparently this is a problem. Uh, let me show you this here. What's wrong with this? What's wrong with that, honestly? <laughs> what is wrong with that? Look, there's a lot going on all the time. There's a lot happening. Burn it. <laughs> you guys take this stuff too personally. That's all I'm saying. You take it too personally, you don't want to get that. sick! I don't know where that came from, Chris. You made me sick. Uh, there's a lot. Look, Emma does my emails. I don't bother with that email account. That's for Emma to deal with. That's her job, man. Right? That's what she does. I, everything's fine. It's fine. I'm okay with it. It's you guys that have a problem with it, and you need to get it sorted. That's that's you guys. You need to let go and stop getting yourselves all antsed up. I'm not blaming Emma. She doesn't do her emails on my phone. It's all good. But that's not why you're here today. We're here to have some good stories, some good fun. Our wonderful Methuselah has prepared some tales for us. Uh, that She says she's got some favorites in here. And as drama time is now 100% done on our website, I am doing a cheap pop. Uh, I am doing, I'm going to do a little cheap self-promotion here. But we now have... Finally, and big thanks to Methuselah here. It has taken her two to three months, I think, to get this done, uh, which is actually incredible. But all the way back from every single year of Drama Time, all of them are here. The entire library of Drama Time is now fully, fully available to everybody, all seasons. That is a lot of drama. <laughs> that is a hell of a lot of drama uh, to go through, including season one. Brojo, you name it, you can find it. All the categories are there. Everything you want to see. A lot of uh, interesting breakdown. I would have thought we had more main-focused ERP than 10, uh, but apparently not. Lots of loot drama, lots of newbie stories, everything you want there. So if you just wanted to listen to some newbie stories while you kick back and do some leveling or whatever it is you're doing, there you go. They're all there available for you. And there's a lot, man. <laughs> they, they go all the way back. The creeper tag is huge. I haven't checked that one, the creeper. But there, every, everything you could ask for is there. So special thanks to Bex for sorting that out for us. Absolutely incredible work. Thank you very much. She's put so much effort into that. But they're all there, categorized, playlisted for you, everything you'd want to find. Uh, our first story today, then, uh, I was intrigued by the title of this one. Good comes from bad. Is that even possible? Is that even possible that good comes from bad? I would assume so, right? Our website is super good. If you're ever looking for... There's going to be more coming to it <coughs> over time, obviously. It's intended to grow. Uh, but there's going to be... Well, we have huge things there. But right now, you've got our gear page and all that. It's got Amazon affiliate links on there. If you choose to shop on Amazon, it helps us out. It doesn't cost you anything else. It's all cool stuff like that. Uh, that all the, all the guys use. All our equipment. And lots of upcoming stuff. Especially, we have some new channels launching soon. So it's going to be the central hub for all of that because we are spreading our wings a little bit. And I want to say thank you to everybody who checked out our Divinity video. Uh, a game that gave us 
nearly 110 hours of fun was well worth making a video on uh it was nice to get a video done on that so a big thank you to those guys who checked it out although i did see the comments today and one of them was like you should play the game before you make a video on it it's hard work man <laughs> it's really hard work sometimes it's really hard work <laughs> it's so i don't know i don't know and i can't express explain it to anybody i can't explain the level of stupidity that we deal with sometimes it's bizarre uh is all i'll say it's very bizarre anyway good comes from bad let's have some fun Let's go all the way back, apparently, to Vanilla World of Warcraft. The Vanilla Vanilla. Not the classic classic. The Vanilla Vanilla. I was starting university while leveling up my priest. I was nervous at uni. I was also lucky. On a pub crawl, following our official welcoming by the faculty. So this would be your freshers weekend, I assume, for university people. I met me a girl. Oh, did you? First week? Pookie. Hi, Pookie. Pookie seemed nervous, like me. Our sense of humor clicked instantly. We both played volleyball and video games. That is a niche combo. That is a very niche combo. We got any gamer volleyball players in here? We spent the evening getting drunk and talking about our hobbies. We then joined an amateur volleyball team together. Hung out often and played on her GameCube. Oh, GameCube gaming? Nice. I had hopes of having found myself a brand new girlfriend in the first week of university. She wasn't interested in that at all. And told me straight up. Clearly nervous that it might end our relationship, but she was gay. I won't lie. I was hoping to make the swap. <laughs> of course. What a, what a, what a lad. <laughs> Lesbian, eh? But have you considered men? Think about it. Think about it. Little outside the box, I know, but have you considered maybe men? Hmm? <laughs> men like me. Thought if I it hurt my pride. Oh, <laughs> why did it hurt your pride? But after I got over that stupidity, Pookie and me became friends even closer than before. She had also watched me play some World of Warcraft a few times, and soon after started playing herself. She tried a few classes, but as you could probably guess, she landed on the female dwarf priest. For her first character to level 60. As it should be. I'll fast forward through our adventures in vanilla. We found a great guild led by Logan the Moose. A teacher. Knowing this will make you understand later events. Trust me. But bear in mind his occupation is that of a teacher. The guild was close. And we had our own TeamSpeak server. We raided ZG and AQ20. Taking along a few friends or pugs from other guilds. Since we only actually had 15 members of our guild. We wanted more. More was on the horizon. Logan the Moose organized an alliance with another guild. A teaming, a synergy. We could fill a raid team together if we really wanted to work. It might be shocking to you, Mike, but it worked very well. I was assigned the role of lead healer. Logan was to be raid leader, and Pookie was our shadow priest. Even though the guild alliance only started raiding 40-man content after the AQ patch, we managed to get most of AQ40 done, and even got a couple of Naxx bosses down before we put raiding on hold for the inevitable Burning Crusade. In hindsight, we should have cleared the raids with the pre-patch power boost, but, well, you know, regrets are regrets for a reason. TBC arrives. Our small guild leveled quickly. We dived into dungeons, enjoyed the challenge of heroics, and soon had Deuce Karazan groups going with a few people we had met in dungeons, bolstering our numbers. We even managed to nab ourselves a few server firsts in Karazan. But the old raiding alliance from Vanilla was long gone. Our partner guild had enough members to make their own raid. So we parted ways amicably. Our shared chat channel remained a great way to find people for dungeon runs and even fill out our Karazan roster, well, but nothing more than that. So Logan the Moose decided enough was enough. We must recruit. Fresh blood is needed in order to make us survive. He went recruiting with the aim to get not one, not two, but three guild Karazan runs, stable, and a full 25-man roster for big boy raids. And because we were growing, we had to create guild rules. An official document, my friends, detailing how our guild functions, what is and is not okay. New people would then be ready, prepared. They would know what to expect, 
what our guild was all about. We had nothing unusual in there, I don't think. A, be reliable and willing to improve. What the fuck does that mean? B, don't be a dickhead. And you suspect, as you might suspect, B will come up later and you will be correct. But one part of the rules needs to be highlighted. We decided, oh well, Logan the Moose decided, a three-strike system. In discussing the rules, she was adamant that new guildies should know what to expect and have a chance to prove themselves, even if they fucked up once or twice. So the rules established became official, laminated, PDF'd. Warnings from guild leadership, which was Logan, me, and Nil, a mage. If you received three warnings, you were to be kicked. This worked fine. Mostly due to the fact that Logan was a wonderful person that nobody wanted to disappoint, and her amazing ability to switch on her natural authority when needed worked super well. If she pulled out her stern voice and told the TS channel to stop joking around, concentrate, and focus up to interrupting that shade of Iran, Everyone shaped up and they did their best. Socially, our guild was a harmony. Often chatting about RL and all other manner of things on TS. We were doing dungeons, just hanging out together while farming, leveling alts. The usual you would expect from a decent functional guild. And then the poison came. One person. And it always just takes one. A Dranai Shaman. Rosenthal. Alliance shamans were, of course, still rare. He would be our third. He was still getting his last few levels, but he wanted, desperately, apparently, to heal in raids. Well, doesn't that sound amazing? Perfect. A fresh healer on a brand new class. Amazing. He did a few dungeons with the guild and soon capped. We had gotten some slightly worrying feedback from the guildies that he had played with that he seemed immature, let's say. But otherwise, a very good healer. No big red flag so far. More of orange or off pink. I had tutored a few healers in vanilla and was hopeful that he would improve with some practice and tips from me. I was active on the Elitist Jerks forums, read up on shaman healing to be prepared. We helped him get his car attunement ready and we invited him to come along with the group I was leading. Logan was leading the other team. One raid. The first raid. The very first raid. His attitude. He made mistakes. When we put out some pointers and suggestions about what could be done better. He would reply with, Mate, I even know that already? That is old information. Duh. <coughs> he clearly did not know already. He clearly didn't know very much at all. I explained to him that she should drop mana tide before he went out of mana, for example. I told him to use lower rank spells since you're overhealing constantly and out of mana. His response to such interesting knowledge. Mate, that is fucking easy stuff. I already know that. You should take less damage though. You know what I mean? Fucking needing healing all the time. It was frustrating. The whole raid was frustrating because of him. Unnecessary wipes, avoidable deaths, mostly due to lack of healing. Somehow he managed to both overheal and not heal people who were about to die. But we slogged forward. Finally... Prince Malkazar stood before us, and the prince proved too much for our new shaman on the team. I just couldn't keep the tank alive after he inev inevitably just ran out of mana due to excessive overhealing in the first two seconds of the fight. We gave it a few goes, but after some wiping, I asked Pookie to put on her healer gear and help out so we could at least finish Karazhan. Rosenthal blew a fucking fuse. He decided, in a rage... That the only reason that my heals aren't landing proper and it's coming up as overhealing, mate, is because that pookie bitch, his words, has been snacking my heals all night. Evidently, <clears throat> evidently, 
he did not know that Shadow Priests did some healing through damage and weren't snacking the heals. Pookie started laughing at him for being so dumb, which made him so much angrier. I was pissed, of course. I would have liked nothing better than to just kick Rosenthal on the spot. But our rules. Rules are rules. It just wasn't the way anyone in our guild talked to each other. He got the first official warning. I managed to shut him up enough and explained Pookie's healing is just how she does damage. We finished the prince with Pookie now in healer gear, out healing him in a big, big fucking way. And Rosenthal was sulking silently by the end of the night. He didn't speak to me or Pookie for a few days after his first raid in Karazhan. I was fine with letting things calm down before I had to try and talk to him about his attitude. I dreaded that, and somehow getting him to take advice and direction from me I knew was going to be like ramming my face onto barbed wire. I felt that any attempt I made would lead to another rage fest, and I just couldn't be fucking bothered. Which would then be another warning, and another period of waiting, and then repeating the process over again. Before, of course, he just blew up for the third time and I could kick him. I wasn't a big fan of the three-strike system, but wanted to humor Logan's convictions and her system anyway. So I planned to have a chat with him and Logan, starting off with healing advice. You know, keep it in game, keep it chill, and ending the conversation with a little, like, you know, maybe just don't be a dick. Have you tried that? Just, just try it. See how it goes, right? What you're doing is being a dick, so try not doing that. It didn't work out that way. Logan was putting together a dungeon group and inviting Pookie, our mage officer, and Rosenthal along. I knew Logan's teacher ways by then. She had, of course, been informed of the clash in my raid group, and I was sure she was trying to get a feel for the situation and our newest member, and I'm sure that she... Wanted just to work him out a little bit before we got into a head-on confrontation. They're all in TS. And Logan whispered me and asked if I could join the channel. I did, fearing the worst. But that had not yet come. Apparently, our boy Niall had just informed her that he won't be able to make the next Karazhan raid and she wanted to ask me to swap one of my mages to her team for the night. So each team would have at least one mage. I told her it shouldn't be a problem. We usually had no trouble with DPS spots and some of our old former raider friends, they'll come along. Their mages were usually all saved to the ID, but they had a few rogues and fury warriors and things that they could use in our group. So the swap made sense to me. While me and my guild master and co-raid leader of another Karazhan team are having this very polite, very simple, very ordinary conversation, my boy Rosenthal takes to the mic this fucking guild is actually pussy whipped did you see that it fucking stinks the gm can't raid because he's got oh he's got to throw flowers at this woman and then he's then she uses her bitchy charm on you giving you mages up man the fuck up dude instead of screwing up our guild just because some woman's gonna tell you what's what I was flabbergasted. I, we, we're trying to process it, but I honestly didn't even understand what, what, what's going on. What's happening? What is this? How is this real life? A confused Logan and Niall managed to convey to me that they couldn't make the next raid because he was on vacation and his girlfriend was excited to go to a flower show that they on that vacation. Rosenthal had learned that Logan, not Niall, was in fact the guild master. How he'd managed not to get that for over a week in our guild, I have no fucking clue. He learned this when Logan switched to her stern teacher voice. <laughs> this is not going to be stern teacher voice. <clears throat> that kind of behavior is not tolerated in our guild, Rosenthal. Almost like he had capped defense. The voice did not work. Rosenthal, now evidently convinced that the whole guild was in some sort of cabal of evil simps, doubled down. Let me tell you something, Logan. 
No girls are going to talk to me like that. You can all go fuck yourselves. This guild is probably full of women and gays. You won't find another shaman to heal for you, especially with a woman GM. But have fun eating her out or whatever it is you guys do every time she wants to change the raid. Well, there it is. I mean, facts just flying left and right. Uh, Logan just kicked him from the guild. <laughs> and team speak. Mid-diatribe. Mid Pookie, though, silent so far. Started pissing herself. She then keyed up. Is eating pussy gay? <laughs> Which caused everybody else, of course, to start burst out laughing. <laughs> we decided the three rule, the three strikes rule, needed a bit of uh, leeway, <laughs> and it would be scrapped when it came to new recruits if they clearly were not going to fit with the guild. And all could have ended there, but Rosenthal tried to. To be honest, I don't know what he was trying. There was little point to it and we didn't do anything that should have caused some reve revenge or a streak of hatred in any sane person. But immediately to Shatrath, Rosenthal went denouncing our guild. Warning others that our guild master was a girl. And the entire guild was full of pussy whipped people that were all gay and nobody should join us. He was arguing with people in Slash 1. He was telling everyone he had been kicked because he had been behaving like, in his words, and I quote, a proper man. <laughs> an alpha male. Oh, yes. He's an alpha male. That's what it is. Alpha. So, oh, dude. So strong, actually. Just like a wolf. You're very alpha, bro. Oh, yeah. Super. Oh, just so brave. So brave. So strong. Oh, just so much baby oil. I confess that we formed a little dancing circle around him, mocking him, while he stood in Shatrath all alone, arguing his ass off with people in Slash 1. But it was really fun, honestly. We had fun talking on TS, watching the shit show go down. It actually made for a great evening for us. He eventually, though, took it a step further. Rosenthal is not to be defeated. Where's that next step, ladies and gentlemen? The Realm Forums. Shit's getting real. I still remember the first response written by the GM of our former partner guild because it summed up the server's reaction perfectly. <clears throat> it sounds like you got kicked for being a sexist douchebag. Now will you stop spamming trade chat and grow up? Rosenthal never even replied. The thread got locked. I wonder about him. Maybe he transferred away or quit playing eventually, but now to the good. Because some good did come from our boy Rosenthal, from his very public display. Logan's recruiting efforts bore a lot of fruit quickly. <laughs> Surprisingly, we gained enough new members to reliably fill a 25-man raid. Many of the new members were women, who specifically cited wanting to be in a guild that had a female GM that kicked sexist douchebags. Hooray! <laughs> but so far, this wasn't heartwarming. And you might ask yourself why I went to all the trouble of introducing Pookie. When she only played a minor part in the story so far. Well, because one of the new recruits turned out to be a girl who lived near a train ride away from us in uni. And we loved playing with her. Eventually we met her and they fell for each other. I remembered this drama story because they just sent me some pictures of the two of them decorating their flat with my godson, their adopted child. In a way, that relationship of my two best friends would not have happened without our boy Rosenthal. The sexist resto shaman. And bring it together of lesbian couples. Ah, oh boy. I will leave you with something Pookie asked me to include when I sent her this story. <clears throat> this is from Pookie. I'm really thankful to Rosenthal helped me find the love of my life. And I'll be honest with you. For me, eating pussy really is gay. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> oh, well done, Rosenthal. You fucking maniac. You absolute fucking maniac. <laughs> Shout out to Rosenthal's. What a boy. Oh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> what a player. Uh, unintentionally bringing people together through his hatred. What a champ. And you've got to respect it in many ways. You don't really, but still, it did have a chain reaction. That butterfly effect, though, working through the world. I like it. I like it a lot. 
Uh, a fiction? Oh, I see what you did. Yeah, you're a fiction. Ah, got him. <laughs> a fiction. And Regan. All right, our next tale of woe and misery, or maybe happiness and wholesomeness, because I don't know what we're waiting for, is no guild like my own. Wish I had a guild. I used to have a guild full of bald, fat, ugly people. My kind of people. My kind of people. The kind of people I liked being around. Lonely, ugly bastards. Imagine, imagine having a raid guild. It's okay, because we can pug next tier, can't we, guys? <laughs> oh, sweet Moses. Still haven't made a decision on that, by the way. For those of you wondering, I haven't decided what I want to do. Fuck it, I'm becoming a divinity main. That's the dream. Alright, oh god. I'm seeing the word Moonguard. Let us see where this tale takes us, guys. All the ballers and a sanitized brofist from Moonguard. That wasn't a COVID-19 joke. I just don't think y'all want to touch my degenerate hands. Oh, sweet Jesus. What is this, Bex? More dirty than COVID hands. I have a great story for you from Wall of Draenor. Oh, this just gets worse by the second. It's Blackrock Foundry Progression that I really should have sent sooner to you, but let me set the stage. Okay. It is late, Mr. Pandaria. I just graduated from high school. Uh, so this... I graduated from high school. Don't know what country. Oh, US. It's US. So your high school is like 18. Am I right? US high school goes to 18. I had tons of time on my hands. So I thought, World of Warcraft, baby. I had a couple of friends who played. And they told me to play on Moonguard with them. I made a rogue. I got to the end game really quick. I was blessed to find a guild still progressing in Siege of Orgrimmar Heroic. When we killed Garrosh, I knew more is on the horizon. This shit is my jam. Once you could do mythic raids across servers, I pugged like crazy and got my first cutting-edge achievement. And that was it. I was addicted. I scrambled like crazy to find the big boys, a mythic raiding guild on my server. But there weren't any. Not really. There were three raiding guilds across the entire realm. I tried out each of them for a few days, but the vibe wasn't there. Didn't click. So the ambitious 18-year-old me thought, there's only a solution to this. I will make my own mythic raiding guild. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. I could then decide some wonderful things, like my own raid times. And I will hang out with the people who sound interesting to me. One of my buddies helped me slap it together, and we had a full roster come Warlords of Drano. One thing I did, though, was re-roll a druid. This was easy, because I could be the most useful member of my guild. If we happened to lose a tank or a healer, there I am. Well, that happened, and pretty quickly during High Mall, I found out I fucking hate tanking. But, I have to say, some of the people in our team were some of the funniest people I'd found. We had a dwarf DK named Puntamunk, who was a real character. He's from New Zealand and is partially deaf. So whenever he talks, he would literally scream into the microphone. And on top of that, he had anger issues. It seemed like whenever someone ticked him off, which was a lot, he would just scream cunt on cooldown. Another strong personality we had was our resto druid named Regan. She was a uh, male to female transgender who was in the middle of transition. I had to tank nearly the whole tier, but that's okay. We got our cutting edge achievement. And we're ready to move on to Blackrock Foundry. A few days before BRF drop, I get a battle tag ad. It was some prop paladin I'd never heard of called a fiction. Finally. My prayers answered. Somebody else can tank and I can become the Moonkin God. Starfall on Beast Lord Darmak got me stiff. However, the interview I had with him was a bit odd. I want to be honest, I only did interviews because other guilds did interviews. So it seemed like if you were recruiting people, you do interviews. So I did interviews. I don't really know what to ask. I didn't want to look like a noob though. The moment he opened his mouth, I cringed. He sounded like such a whiny baby. A 26-year-old whiny baby. Well, that's fine. I don't judge. A voice is a voice. But what he said after we finished our interview should have been the writing on the wall. He said, 
Hey, I just want to ask though, if you do kick me, will you at least tell me why? My last guild kicked me and I don't know why and it was really rude. Uh, sure, I thought. I told him I would appreciate the same if you were to leave and we could have, you know, a good relationship. Weird though, right? Normal BRF goes pretty well. We killed all of normal the first week and started to progress on heroic. During normal, a fiction would say negative things about himself. If he died early, he would blame himself. I'm so stupid! <laughs> he would explain how much he sucks and how sorry he is that he has to play this way sometimes. After a few wipes to heroic gruel, the first boss we did, he just continued to berate himself. To which Puntamonk gave a very heartfelt, motivational speech. Screaming, as he did. Look, motherfucker, if you think you're shit, you're gonna be shit forever. Look in a fucking mirror and say, I am not a fucking loser or something, but please shut the fuck up. With a pause and an unweariness, I laughed a bit. Wonderful speech. Very motivating. I'm sure that's going to help. A few more pulls, the boss died, and then we moved on to Orgorger. During the trash, we started getting uh, Moonguardy on voice. We began talking about Goldshire a lot, and well, I'll save you the unimportant details, but what did matter was when we talked about self-pleasure, to put it lightly, it was really funny at the time, so we, mostly Regan and I, went into great detail about it using roleplay language. While we got a lot of laughs, a fiction did not find this funny at all. Excuse me. He opened his mic and SHUT UP! The way his voice sounds naturally makes it seem as though he's actually crying. I don't think he is, but it sounds like he's crying. But this time... Motherfucker is actually crying. During trash in Black Rock Foundry. Like RL crying. 26. <clears throat> Are you ready for the Oscar winner? <clears throat> I, can't, I can't take this ERP bullshit anymore. I can't stand everybody is just jerking off. I'm a paraplegic. My dick doesn't even work. And everybody around here is just jerking off all the time. I think we all need a moment to drink that in, don't we? <clears throat> <clears throat> he followed his words up with a couple of tears before closing his mic we were all quiet for a while I'm the GM raid leader so the next comment after that outburst was everybody flask up for Orgorger Well then. <laughs> That's such a World of Warcraft response. <laughs> right. Well, flasks and food, guys. <clears throat> we didn't kill Orgorja before our, our raid time was over. And that was our first week of raid. I got a few messages, as you can imagine, in the pink. Is this Pally okay? It seems kind of weird, you know? To which I replied... We're on an RP realm. There's a lot of weird people on this realm. Which most people seem to think, eh, <laughs> fair enough. Moving on to the next week, we did some farm, and then we started progressing on Hans and Franz Heroic. Regan mentioned to a fiction after a couple of wipes to be careful with his placements. There was a lot of movements on this fight, and it's making it difficult to heal him because of line of sight and stuff. But a fiction didn't like that. No other healer's having a hard time healing me. I think you're in the wrong place. Oh, dude, I said. She's just letting you know to keep you alive. This is a really movement-intense fight, and I do think it's a good idea to keep the boss, like, you know, in the middle, so it helps out with positioning. A fiction mumbled something that was unintelligible. I couldn't quite make it out. As we began the next pull, I got the first of many pink messages from Regan. It's fine. I am, like, not even going to heal this baby bat bitch anyway. 
I'm being raid leader GM. How do I deal with this? I've got a prop paladin who seemingly is crying about jerking off. And now the healers are refusing to heal the tank on progress. I thought about it. And I said, as we were mid-raid, is that really the best way to deal with this? Fuck him, she said. <laughs> Fair enough. To be honest, I wasn't worried about this at all. Resto Druids aren't the, best, uh, the best tank healers anyway. Plus, we did have a Holy Paladin, so whatever. Let's, let's, we killed it and move on to Flamebender. My raid was starting to get a little tense. Let's put it that way. After the first wipe, the angry New Zealand deaf dwarf decided he was going to start screaming at us as well. This boss fucking sucks for melee. It's bullshit. Why are you going to put fire on the ground? Oh, I guess melee will just fucking run around. What's worse is it's the best fucking weapon for me as well. So I can't even leave. Everyone thought it was kind of funny. Except a fiction. Is that the attitude of a player who is fit to be a mythic raider? Is that the kind of attitude we want during mythic progress? Is it? <sighs> he and I already had cutting edge from Highmall, so yeah. Yeah, he's, he's totally fine. I thought he was just being funny. I said... If you don't like things he has to say, or he's shouting, because he does shout, just mute him. It's fine. Just mute him. Flamebender went down, so we had the first six bosses killed on Heroic by week two. Not too shabby. Between raid weeks, there wasn't much to do in Walls of Draenor, so a good bit of us would hang out doing other things. One thing I recall was I loved the Brawlers Guild, so I was there constantly. A Fiction was chilling in guild chat one day, asks what I'm up to, and decides, oh, I'll come and join in on that. I'll just watch, he says. Whatever, I enjoy the company. When we first started, it was just me, so I got match after match. But after a while, it started to pop off in the Brawlers Guild, so I had to wait a bit. Yeah, just like you lot when I did the Brawlers Guild on stream. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for that. No, nothing better than watching you guys all fail at the Brawlers Guild. Yeah? Although we did have fun placing bets on you. <laughs> we made a lot of good money that day. When I spotted my human paladin friend, he was sitting down. Without pants on. With a naked female gnome in his lap. What are you doing? I asked. Just hanging out. His man-baby voice sounded excited, which was really creepy. Who's the gnome? Oh, her? She's cool. We're just chilling, watching you. It looks like you're ERPing. I thought you said you don't ERP and that it's gross. No reply for a couple of minutes. Well, she's a gnome. They're rare, so I gotta make sure she continues to play a gnome and has fun, right? Gnomes are the best. With a creep in my voice, I uh, just facepalmed and decided, uh, I think I'll leave our little paladin friend alone. But it was very uncomfortable and very unnerving to know that this is what was happening while I'm trying to do my... Brawler's Guild. <laughs> With a facepalm, I moved on to Heroes of the Storm. Me and two guildies picked up a fiction, and we also brought in a fifth, which was our guildies IRL friend. He was Brazilian, and about halfway through the game, a fiction figured out that he was Brazilian. I heard a Brazilians just oil up and they bang each other all day. We were all silent. We're not really sure what to do with this guy. But what we did do is remove him from the heart, Heroes of the Storm team. Uh, to which everyone agreed, this guy's a bit of an arsehole. Come next raid week, we started by farming Heroic. During some trash, I chimed in. Guess who I saw ERPing with a gnome in the Brawlers Guild, lads? <laughs> Busted. Almost instantly, a fiction spoke up. I wasn't ERPing. That's just sick. I was just hanging out with a gnome and your filthy mind is in the gutter because all you do is hang around in Goldshire. Well, that was true. I had no shame in what I like to enjoy. <clears throat> hey, a fiction. I'll have you know I suck a mean virtual cock. 
<laughs> but I know for a fact you were plowing that gnome and you should own it up, pal. He left TS. He left our voice chat. While he was gone, the only thing anyone could talk about was how much this guy fucking sucked and how much we hated him. To be honest, it was a good time and I laughed a lot at the spews of hatred, but it was probably inappropriate. After break, he returned to voice as we were starting to progress on Heroic Chromog. This is where the fun begins. Almost every boss before this was pretty simple, but finally we hit a wall. Affection and Regan both had a lot of passive-aggressive words to share. The man baby... Did uh, the man baby screech? Don't take my hand. I need this one. I have to be ready to tank the boss, or else he'll kill Melly. You not allowed that one. To which Regan sassed, "Well, maybe if some of our tanks weren't busy telling everyone what to do, they would be able to reach the boss, wouldn't they?" I laughed. I thought it was funny. And after I after that, I just said, "Let's just give it another go and see how we find our place." After a few more wipes, their yelling started to become more direct and less passive. In the aggression. Addiction called her some insults based on Regan being transgender, to which Regan coolly replied by calling him a broken dick loser. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. Why? What kind of raid leader are you? Right? <laughs> what kind of raid leader have you become at this point? Where? What, what raid is this? And why, why are there people around this? <laughs> why is no one kicked yet? Why is this allowed to go on? Then our New Zealander decides to chime in. I'm fucking tired of you losers screaming. I'm here to have fun. It's a game. And you two cunts sissy fighting each other. Shut the fuck up so we can play. I thought it was hilarious. This is the author. <laughs> Tears were in my eyes and I couldn't breathe at these three going at each other. I made the only decision I felt was reasonable. I ended the raid night early, as both as our players were definitely stressed out, right? We had an officer meeting about removing a fiction. Both of the officers said, yeah, of course, get rid. But I was still having fun playing Boomkin. I really did not want to tank. Every time my full moon landed, I sang to myself, sometimes over voice, the intro of Here Comes the Boom by Nelly. <laughs> that's, that's normal. <laughs> we all do that. I did that through a... Uh, we all do that. <clears throat> if we kicked him, then I would need to tank. Yeah, very classy. Very classy. And I don't want to tank. And it, that was a really good reason to not kick him. Oh, that really wasn't a good reason to not kick him, though. So, I had to come up with a different reason why we weren't allowed to kick addiction so that I could continue to play Moonkin. And it went like this. I'm sorry it's not 100% accurate, but I'm pretty sure it was close to this. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know what this says. I'm going to read this off the cuff. But here is your guildmaster explaining why this guy should not be kicked. Okay, hear me out. You guys have seen Game of Thrones, right? Who is the best character in Game of Thrones? It's Joffrey. Fact. Why? Everyone loves to hate somebody. And being honest, a lot of people in our guild hate that guy. It's something that brings the guild closer together. Like a co-worker you can't stand because he stinks. Now my main officer, the man I trusted a lot, summed this up with whatever. <laughs> Whatever. In a voice that made it obvious that it was the stupidest fucking shit he'd ever heard. And about 30 minutes later, Regan sent me some pink. You need to kick this fucker now. He's literally harassing me at this point. Fuck, I thought to myself. I'm gonna have to fucking tank. How is he harassing you, I asked. To which she replied with honestly a bunch of gibberish that was hard to read. Can you just send me some screenshots so I can understand it? Don't get me wrong, I am going to kick him. I just need to know what it's for. I reassured her, but I would need some proof of harassment or it isn't really fair, I guess. I don't have any screenshots, she told me. That doesn't make sense. Aren't you talking to him right now? So I messaged, I messaged a fiction about it. Hey man, can you not talk with Regan anymore, please? She's claiming you're harassing her and it sounds like she's just having a bad time overall. The only thing he replied with was screenshots. Interestingly enough. Flooded with pink. Regan calling him a loser, saying that God had made a deal with the devil for his birth, 
After a bit, he told me he wasn't worried about it and her harassment was ongoing. He planned on muting her permanently and was going to continue raiding, just ignoring her. I, I messaged Regan. Just stop talking to each other, please. And as far as I'm concerned, and some of you might think me a dumbass for this, I know I do. That's me speaking. That's preach speaking. I, 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 <laughs> I think you're a dumbass for this. As far as I'm concerned, I had solved the problem. And everything should be good now. Yeah. <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> dumbass. Absolute dumbass. We finished the rest of Heroic without any issues, really. I got to flap down to the ads, and let me tell you, it was fucking awesome being a moon kid in Blackrock Foundry. We killed Gruul as our first mythic boss and moved on to Argarja. <laughs> so far, Regan and Athiction muting each other was the best decision we'd ever made. But I guess they both had the great idea to unmute each other at a certain point. Because Orgarja Mythic was the boss to end us all. Oh my god, your guild died to Orgarja? Yikes. We wiped. And Regan said she needs AFK for a moment. No probs, we'll res you. She took a few minutes, so an irrelevant guild member thought it would be funny to chop up and burn her body. After a little longer, our ears filled with screeches from Regan. Who is RPing chopping up and burning my body? I didn't say shit to you guys on how to play your character, but don't fuck with my RP. I don't do shit to me in raids. It is ruining how I enjoy this game. We, I mean, we thought it was funny. <laughs> we thought it was funny. I know it was you, Affiction. Apologize. The guy who did it spoke up. No, 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 it was me. Uh, it was just a joke. I'm not going to apologize for it. We're just having a giggle. But then a fiction joining quickly after. Why would you assume it's me? I've been doing nothing but ignore you for weeks. I don't want anything to do with you. You just stay away from me. Regan lost her fucking mind. She had a final rant saying a solid fuck you to everyone in our guild, especially me, saying over voice that I don't know how the guild led for shit and regretted ever doing RP and especially ERP with me. She left the voice and G quit. Again, quietness fell over our guild for a moment. It seemed to be becoming more of a common thing that nobody could understand what to even say anymore. Then, a simp arrived. This isn't right, you know. I like her. Why is a fiction still here if she's leaving? <laughs> <laughs> I thought to myself, well, now we need a resto druid. <sighs> but our boy had a point. This is an opportunity. I can go resto, which means I don't have to play bear, which is a big win. I can make one of the officers tank because at this point, I do have to kick a fiction. So I keyed up. Good point. Sorry, Athiction, but you're out. As you could probably imagine, based on this tale so far, he cried again, IRL. Well, maybe he talked normally. It was really hard to tell. <laughs> it's not fair. I tried to make things work. She provoked me. Why am I being kicked? As you could probably imagine, though, I kind of had enough by this point. So I was straightforward and to the point. I'll have to be honest with you. Nobody likes you. And now Regan's gone. It's not even funny anymore. So there it is. So I kicked him and banned him on vent. During this time, we were the number two guild on the server. <laughs> two days later, I got a whisper from the GM of the number one guild on the server. After I trialed with each guild, each guild I kept good relationships with them all. He said, Hey, uh, I saw you kick that prop pally and he's applying to us. Should I ignore him or is it something else? I figured I'd do a fiction a little solid after being uh, a bit of a butt face to him. So I told my friend, the leader of the other guild, he's a bit of an arsehole. But I think we maybe provoked him a bit. I recently kicked a few people because of a lot of drama that was happening in the guild. You should give him a try. If he starts acting up, just talk to him and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so they invited him. Son of a bitch, if the next week a fiction didn't link me his Mythic Orgarder achievement. 
fucker. Grats, man, I told him in reply, only to find out I was instantly put on ignore. To which I thought, fair play. I talked to his new GM again that weekend and asked how he was doing. I saw he killed Orgodji with them. He replied, actually, this guy fucking sucks and we had to kick him after Orgodji. So, I uh, didn't really see him get to be an asshole. He just wasn't a very good tank. As for me, well, unfortunately, the most played thing on Moonguard is my Resto Druid. We recruited one almost the same day of posting, and I was forced to tank the rest of BRF. We had a great time farming heroic and progressing mythic. Every week, laughing together as Punsamunk ranted about not getting the weapon drop from Flamebender. After a couple of months, he sent me a tell. Hey, can't make it to a raid. I've got a family thing. Oh. Oh, man. Well, we'll all miss you and have fun. And of course, his weapon dropped while he wasn't there. We gave it to a random warrior who didn't even finish Mythic Blackhand with us. And that weapon never dropped again. He kept farming it deep into Legion just so he could complete what he considered to be the best transmog collection. We got Cutting Edge Blackhand, so I'm not too upset about tanking. Plus, in HFC, I got to go Boomkin again at least. But Gorefiend was our guild killer. Punsamonk has continued to play in my guild for over seven years now and had his own special rank of Old Far, as he won't leave us. We just raid ahead of the curve now, and honestly, I've never had more fun playing WoW. We're drama-free, but man, do I miss the good times. As for Regan, she never logged in again? At least, for as far as I know, a very long time. Late Legion, I did see her battle tag pop up and I rubbed my eyes. Is that actually her? I sent her something in the pink. She said she's been doing great. She said not playing WoW did a lot of great things for her. Her transition was finished and she had plans to move away from her hick town to somewhere more accepting. I didn't say too much of our personal relationship, but she was an awesome person. So I'm thankful things worked out in her favor. I know you'll probably declare me extra guilty in this story. But what I ask of your chat and the listeners of this story. Can I be forgiven? I was young. I thought it was funny. I was in way over my head. But we did get lots of cutting edge achievements in Walls of Draenor and Legion. So it was, you know, hashtag worth. Thank you for reading. And I'll see you again. Mmm. Uh, I'm not good. <laughs> Eighteen was this? Is this the eighteen-year-old? Is that where we were? Is the eighteen-year-old? Or was that that was the first story, wasn't it? I don't know how old he was. Right? Did we get an age? I don't think we did. Mm. He graduated high school. Yeah, he was. He was eighteen. Eighteen's uh, not young, dude. <laughs> you should have known when rage is popping off that you probably should do something about it. And your decisions were entirely selfish. It's not the worst thing, though, I've ever heard somebody running a guild do. Uh, so, that'll do. Now, we have an interesting one sent to us by a lawyer. Uh, I'm, not I'm not joking, right, Bex? This has come from a lawyer, correct? <laughs> I believe. <laughs> this is accurate? This is a, a lawyer has sent us this? <laughs> okay. Yep, okay. <laughs> now, I have to point out, this is written... Uh, how would we describe this, Bex? Alright, Bex has given me a note on this. Our author has sent it like this. He has drafted it in a court, court case style, and I've never been so happy. So it is written to us in a court case. Okay. I assume, get your gavels ready. Uh, no names are required, okay. Am I, am I on charge here, Bex? <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully they're looking for some judgment and not that I'm on charge. Okay, so... Um, I can show you this so you get an idea that it is entirely written as a court document. It is the case of the Brazilian players versus the North American community. So I am free. Uh, this is against the entirety of the North American player base. Uh, we have a case number, initial complaint from the plaintiff, the players from the Brazilian service. So, apparently, our lawyer is representing the Brazilian... <laughs> all the Brazilian players of World of Warcraft versus... The people of Brazil versus the people of North America is the story. <clears throat> okay, the introduction. So, this is written as a case. So, let's see. Uh, introduction. I'm a law student and intern for a law office, but no task is more daunting than appealing to the courts of drama time. It would be easier if this piece was on my behalf, but today I plead on behalf of an entire country. Can I... Uh, okay, before we get into this, I'm not sure who here is from Brazil or who's here from North America. 
due to statistical odds, there are more people listening right now from North America. What is our impression of Brazilian players? And if you are Brazilian, please point that out. What is your impression of North American players? Brazilians are the bane. Bad. They suck. <laughs> They're rages. Okay. <laughs> Ragnaros is cursed. Okay. Avoid them at all costs. Nobody, North America will literally does not want to play with Brazil. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting the picture, guys. Thank you very much. <clears throat> All right. In the North American region, a very strong community perception has been established since the creation of the Brazilian servers that players from Brazil are shit. Throughout the course of my arguments, I will bring empirical evidence that this is not the case. Okay. Well, let's clarify something. Two, the necessary clarifications that need to be made. The Brazilian servers are Azralon, Nemesis, Goldrin, Gallywix, and Tolbarad, with Azralon being dominated by Horde and Nemesis by the Alliance, aka the noobs. The realm Ragnaros is not Brazilian. It is a mixture of Uruguayans, Bolivians, Peruvians, and worst of all, Argentinians. On behalf of my country, I would like to join the North American chorus and affirm people from Ragnaros are shit. We don't invite them to pugs either. Interesting. An interesting case of held. Our Brazilians agree that Ragnaros is cursed, yet he maintains that Ragnaros is not populated by Brazilians. And in fact, it has been a smear campaign. A smear campaign against the Brazilians. As it was in fact the Uruguayans, the Bolivians, the Peruvians, and the Argentinians that populate Ragnaros, and this needs to change. Alright. Empirical evidence is subsection 3. The case at hand. I will not dispute that Brazilian players are below average, but we are not shit. In the mythic raiding scene, the top 5 Brazilian guilds are figuring between the 108 to 337 world rankings... Not great, but still as good as North America. It's true. North America is shit at rating. That's a fact. Empirical evidence. That's a fact. This guy's got stats on his side. Addendum 4. The Pug World Situation. The situation of the Pug World, where most of the members of this exalted jurisdiction live, is a little bit more complicated. Learning a second language is not prevalent in these parts. I myself consider uh, myself a genius for my broken AF English, and although there is plenty of wow information out there, especially in your YouTube channel, all that knowledge is simply out of reach for the monolingual plebs yearning to learn. Lack of information, lack of education. I do not speak anything that could possibly be understood by a native Brazilian, Uruguayan, Bolivian, Peruvian, or Argentinian. Therefore, content such as mine is off-limits unless they learn English, which they should. What's easier? You all learn English, or I learn multiple languages. Shall I learn Mandarin as well while I'm at it? Think about it. Of course, it does not make it easier for me to defend my fellow countrymen when their standard reaction to any word in English Oh, let's see if you guys can guess this. What's the standard... Uh, North America, what is the standard Brazilian reaction to English talking going on in your dungeons? Because I'm not sure if this is accurate, but I would like to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what's written here. Okay. Uh, I am getting this comment. Uh, it's HU3HU3BRLUL get good with two number zeros. <laughs> Apparently, this is the classic Brazilian response to English speaking. <laughs> Apparently, so I'm told. As, as the case maintains. <clears throat> okay. It does not make it easier to defend my fellow countrymen when their standard reactions anywhere in English is hu hu lul get good in the chat. But mind you, this monolingual Brazilian is just insecure and completely unable to use Google Translator. For the Anglophones on our servers, life is easier, but still a penance when compared to the other regions. We may get invited to pugs, but upon the realization of our servers as of origin, we get kicked. Even if we know what we are supposed to do. Even if we show, by the written language, that we are perfectly capable of communicating with the group. 
Is this true? Are you kicking people simply based on the realm they're from? Is this happening, North America? Before, are you casting judgment before evidence is presented? <sighs> Not in my town. Subsection 5, the plaintiff's demands. Brazil, as represented by me today, apparently the only one that can speak the queens in this place, demands this from the most venerable court of drama time. 1. Upon the realization that a Brazilian pug is in your instance, the group leader must make sure that said pugger is indeed capable of communicating before kicking said pug out of said group. Do the defendants wish to acquiesce to request number one? <coughs> I'm talking to you, North America. Pass. <laughs> okay. Demand number two. The immediate change in the community perception that players from Ragnaros are Brazilians. I think we can all agree to that. How does the, I, I think we can agree to this. That we may check whether or not they are in fact Brazilian. Agreed. I think that's fair. Okay, we've got an agreement on number two. Demand number three. The separation of the Brazilian toxic monolinguals and the just fine anglophones in the eyes of the community. So a request here that the Brazilians who cannot speak English be segregated from those who can. <laughs> not sure how we're supposed to manage that one. It's a hell of a demand. <clears throat> Subsection six of the case, the final remarks before I cast judgment. I think the court of drama I thank the court of drama for appreciating this claim and I apologize to the court for eventual spelling mistakes and for what uh, for the way this is complaint is formatted. I could not find the proper forms for the exalted court of drama so I made a US inspired document. We await your judgment. Um I found out some dark things during this case that North America as a whole seems to have uh, seemingly from what I'm reading from uh, our in-depth statistical research that we've done here uh is that north america seems to have been completely completely blockaded south america as a whole is what i'm seeing here and this hatred seems to be not just aimed at brazil but is almost more of a u.s inspired minigun firing into the trees of the colombian rainforest aka predator style uh, all south american based servers and nationalities included. <laughs> That's so bad. However. However. <laughs> I am also seeing en masse that you're pretty shit at World of Warcraft. Therefore, North America does have a case against you. My only, uh, my judgment here is that it's up to you to change their tunes. You show some Brazilian guilds kicking ass and taking some names. We see some Brazilian MDI teams. We see some Brazilian world-class PvPers. We see that happen. Now, I understand that not everybody can watch YouTube guides and whatever, because they're usually in English for the most part. But everyone can read and play the game. Okay? I never read any guides when I was coming up. It's up to you. You might have to carry some extra stones on your back. But you can still climb that hill. Alright? You can still get yourself up there. But that's the way it's got to be. That's the way it's going to be. I read, I dismiss this case. I dismiss it. All oh, out. I'm sorry, Brazil. But your case is dismissed. No action shall be taken. North America stands true. My final verdict. Case dismissed. Ladies and gentlemen, that does bring us to the end of drama time for this week. North America, you are free to walk walk free once more. But maybe tone down the hatred of... Uh, maybe give South America a chance. Some undiscovered gems could lurk in there. You never know. You never know. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Thank you to everybody who tuned in today and this week. It has been an absolutely tremendous week. We have put in some extraordinary stream hours over the last few weeks. I'm now feeling very tired and I'm going to go and watch something with my kids and kick back and relax for the rest of you i hope you have a great weekend i hope you do something fun it's been awesome as always i'll be back definitely on monday maybe over the weekend at some point but 
definitely back on Monday. Other than that, check out our YouTube channel, check out the website, all kinds of cool stuff for you there. And have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye, everybody.